You're listening to Super Yacht Radio. Welcome to Walk the Plank with Pippa and Dave, a new bi-monthly show where uh, Pippa and Dave will invite, sometimes will invite guests on to, well, I suppose walking the plank might be uh, a little bit too heavy, but we will make sure they don't fall off the other end. Pippa, good morning. How are you, my darling? Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> it is your right. show. Of course you may. There are no children listening, unless there's kids out there who want to learn this morning about the IMO cybersecurity regulations of 2021. If there are kids out there who want to learn that, I this don't know is what to say to that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, good morning, everybody. Yes. Um, Where are I'm, you, first of all? You're in Rotterdam? I am in Rotterdam as we speak. And I'm sitting on the aft deck of a boat that we are doing some work on. It's uh, early on a Sunday morning that we're doing recording this, but and it's about two degrees Celsius, and yeah, it's chilly to say the least. Ah, crisp, crisp. Refreshing. I, I, I don't feel bad. I'm in Dublin. There's a howling wind outside. But I am inside, warm, with a big mug of tea and uh, a lot of IMO stuff in front of me, looking forward to getting into this. And that's not a glass of wine, is it? <laughs> no, it's not a glass of wine, darling. It, well, it is. It's the remnants of a crew party that was left over from last night. Me fears, or me thinks. There are certainly no crew around today. I arrived after my my uh, eight or nine kilometer bicycle ride in the dark this morning from... Uh, our um, camper van, which we call Miss Adventure, um, <laughs> we're trying to be COVID safe wherever we travel in Europe at the moment. So we bring the uh, the camper and put it the campsite. Post Actually, that's a really good idea. Just stay self-contained uh, as you move around. That's a really good idea. Yep, um, it's got to be better than staying in some of the hotels that we've stayed in recently or in the last. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, the downside is, of course, it's uh, eight metres long, so you can't sort of drive it to work every day. So I chased a couple of bicycles. Um, and all right, a better place? I am going to cheat and say they do have a little electric motor on them. <laughs> I think you can be forgiven. It's, it's, at least it's not a big coal-burning furnace that you, you're using, so that's Okay. Um, always amazed me when I'm in in Holland and you see that pile of bicycles, especially down the streets of Amsterdam, and they're all the same color, they're all the same style. They're all the same. How do you know which is your bike or does it matter? Do you just grab one and go home? Um, that's maybe I've, a topic for another show. <laughs> I've, I've always thought it would be really nice to stand at one end of that if you're in a bad mood and just push the first one over the domino effect. <laughs> anyway, come on, we digress. Right, so, we talk about IMO. Next year, January 1st is handling towards us. We've got Christmas in the way, but once that's out of the way, we've got about a week to Jan 1st in 2021. A lot of people looking forward to it. Uh, a lot of people not enjoyed 2020. Um, but come the new year, the IMO has put in place, they started this back in 2000, I think, 2017, yes. looking at um, putting guidelines, and they are, they're guidelines, they're not 
a de facto, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, they're not a, a kind of a list of the boom, boom, boom. They are guidelines to uh, guide captains or the person responsible for yachts uh, to ensure that they have a proper cybersecurity, um, not philosophy, uh, procedures, and also within their maintenance as well, that they have um, the cybersecurity procedures in there to ensure the safety of data and the smooth running and safety of the vessel. Am I correct in that? Does that sound pretty, pretty, pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was the 98th session of the Maritime Safety Committee. June 2017, they adopted the resolution MSC.428, and then, of course, the brackets 98 for the 98th session. Maritime Amazing Cy- how your mind works. You even remember the brackets in there. You're not reading this off anything. This is just all from the memory. That's incredible, Pippa. Is that sarcasm I hear? Anyway. Don't forget yeah. to close your brackets. <laughs> I didn't close my brackets. Oh, oh. Anyway, the long and the short of it is, is that you are actually correct. The resolution encourages administrations to do it. Um, it's... Um, as of yet, it's only an encouragement. It will become law, I'm sure, down as, as time goes on. Um, and of course, everyone seems to think, you know, when I've been talking to people about this, they all say, oh, it's got to happen by the 1st of January 2021. In actual fact, it's the, um, it's no later than the first annual verification of the company's document of compliance. So it, it, it could actually be first of, oh, 30th of December 2021. Depends on whenever the that annual verification of the document comes up. So, um, the it, it, it's uh, yeah. Th- these guidelines are, are, are quite um, how can I put it broad, shall we say, in terms of what what we're looking at. And the purpose of these discussions that we're having really is to to um, to try and educate uh, both ourselves, I guess, and also you know people who may be interested in listening to this um, in the, the 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 issues that go on with cybersecurity, and it's not necessarily all about software and hardware and bits and pieces like that. It's very 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 simple things too. Um, I remember this is going back a couple of years now, but I remember a particular vessel we were working with at the time. And she's she was, she'd just gone down through um, the Suez Canal and was popping out the other side of it. And, uh, you know, out on Facebook, all the crew, or several other crew members, hi, mom, hi, dad, hi, everybody else in the world. Um, oh, and of course, here's to the pirates that live down there as well, if they're looking at Facebook. We're just leaving XYZ port and we're heading to uh, ABC port and so um, they put this on Facebook. Hi, if you're a pirate, basically middle finger to you. We're leaving here. Here's our position. We're heading yeah, over there. Uh, yeah. Money's in the third drawer on the left hand side of my bed. Really? Yeah, not so far off. Yeah, I mean, I posted photos of the three of them 
Did they shoot flares up at nighttime just to help the, the pirates? Like, look out for the green flare or the red flare. We're over here. Uh, yeah, they posted a photo of the three of them standing on the deck in front of the name of the vessel, too. Quite clearly with the IMO number in the background. I'm no pirate, but I would have ra- I would have got a skull and crossbow flag. I would have rated just, just for payback for being so bloody stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, and of course, so what, I mean, happened? They, what happened? Did the pirates come and find them? Oh, I don't know. Um, no, I mean, they got to wherever they were. They, they had a half, of, half of the SPS on board at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with some, with some, um, with a, quite an armory, as I recall, too. But, you know, basically, people have to remember that was done in, in jest, I guess, to a degree, but it was also done uh, with a, you know, um, center finger raised to piracy if you like but in general you have to remember that people on yachts and crew on yachts especially younger members who just join are very happy about what they've done and so they're out there telling the world you know and facebook and things like that are uh, and instagram those sort of systems uh sorry those sort of uh, social media pages are watched by everybody and it's it's not necessarily just about <clears throat> security so much. A lot of the crew out there need to think about things like visas. For instance, if you're going into the U.S. Uh, nowadays and you're going to go and get your um, B1, B2 visa, the uh, little declaration you sign on that bit of paper allows the U.S. government to go and check all your social media pages. Um, really? So you can, be, you can have written a whole pile of, you know, here's my boyfriend, he's on the boat in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm going to go and get a job on a boat, and da 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 da, da. And They'll see it all. So it's, you know, these social media pages are great for what they are, but they're also a pitfall um, in terms of security of the vessel, where it's going, what it's doing, who it's carrying, who, my, who the charter guests are, who whatever. But, you know, away from the cybersecurity part, it's also something that governments around the, the world are now using and have all the possibility in the world of holding that information against you on, say, a visa application. Just a thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm always, uh, that's something I tell my kids all the time. And um, and actually now they listen to me, is have two social media accounts. Have your social media account that's clean and um, isn't, you know, it's something that you could show a future employer. But if you want to have something else, do an XYZ. In fact, don't even have something else with an XYZ name on it. Uh, because people, find these, it. people yeah. will find it. Things are tagged. Your name gets gets around there, and this is now. It's no longer just a fun thing; it can be used by cyber criminals. It also can be used in a, in another way as well. A job I had oh, many years ago for a hotelier who had just upgraded their systems, and we were chatting in Central Bay actually. And he was telling me about how great it was and how he'd spent all this money on firewalls and software and blah, 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 blah. 
and I kind of, I, I wasn't laughing at him. I just had a, a smug look on my face. And uh, I said, you know, you, you, you've done all that and you haven't actually mentioned the most, the weakest point of any institution's security. You actually haven't mentioned about doing anything on that. And he goes, well, what are you talking about? So I'm not telling you. I said, hire me as one of your expensive consultants. Yeah. And he goes, okay. He said, uh, if you, you think you can get into my system, get into my system. I said, oh, what are you challenging? He said, yeah, I'll, I'll offer you 5,000 sterling if you can break into my system. So I said, okay. And uh, very long story, but I, I, I will actually make it shorter. Basically, I created... I, 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 Knew a little bit about the guy. I knew that he was married into one of the, the big uh, retail food outlets in England. I knew that they had a charity. I knew the charity was, uh, there was a thing going on in Croatia with the charity. So I created a social media person, robbed a picture from here, a uh, bit of text from there, a few other family photos from here. I created this Croatian guy. And... Uh, Got in contact with him. Yeah, I'm. I'm going too long. Basically, yes. What he was, what he was forgetting was the human element, the weakest point in any cybersecurity solution. See, we're coming back to the IMO now. The weakest point is educating the crew on social media, on not being because I used his social media to basically get access through his secretary to his computer just using social engineering, not yeah. doing hacking code, not breaking firewalls. And I managed to get the secretary to get onto his laptop during his lunch break and upload unknowingly a picture of me to his desktop. So when he came back after lunch, turned on his computer, there was my big smiley face with 5,000 cash holding in my hand and uh, a big smile. And he phoned me up. He goes, "You wait, how did you do this? So I asked your secretary to do it for me. You didn't pay any money on educating your people about social engineering. You spunked it all away on firewalls. Yeah. Yeah, they were, oh. I mean, you know, there's, there's, so, so let's go back to the uh, to, to boats and things. Let's go back um, to the IMO. Well, and let's boats. go back. To, I mean, the IMO, the, the, you know, the IMO uh, of, of uh, have this resolution in place. But on board the vessel, cybersecurity and cyber technologies, um, really in this day and age, they've become so essential nowadays um, in the operation and the management of loads of systems on board boats. Uh, and they're critical to the safety and security um, of the shipping. Um, and Just bear in mind for, for the listeners, bear in mind also, we're not just talking about super yachts here. We're talking no, no, about we're, no, no, absolutely. boats we're that are carrying chemicals that yeah, rely on absolutely. systems to keep them stable and, um, yes. and stuff like that. So float, some of them floating potential bombs. Right. I mean, you know, and it, those things too are also, um, you know, they're uh, potential threats to the environment as well. Yes. Um, environment to cities. You yeah. take control of a boat, sail it down the Liffey, well, forget about the Liffey, go to the Thames, and um, set it off outside the house of uh, Westminster. 
you can cause well, yeah, a, right. you're not going to get that far. That's James Bond, but there's the potential for doing stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, the, the systems involved are the bridge, uh, on, a, on, on cargo ships, cars, hang, ha, handling and the management systems in the stability systems and how it, uh, that's all put together. You've got, uh, on yachts and commercial ships, propulsion machinery, um, engine control, know, steering, fuel. We, we, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're doing a project with with a large engine manufacturer at the moment. Um, uh, we're putting their whole management system through a VSAT system at the moment for them. Um, previously, they were only doing it through 4G. Um, so we're, we're working with them on that. You've got things like access control systems on board ships now, you know, like um, mm -hmm. the security card, key cards, that sort of stuff. Um, You've got passenger servicing, management systems on board big ships. Uh, you've got passenger you know, information. Uh, yeah, well, of course you've got. Yeah. You know, you've got, you've got, and in itself, then you've got passenger facing the public network of, that is on board the ship. Or you know, you might consider that. Uh, well, you know, if any of you have ever gone on a ferry and uh, and, and attached yourself to the network of that ship um, uh, and the provider involved in that uh, starts with a big M, uh, you will find that over the next couple of months, you will get a lot of marketing <laughs> um, stuff coming to your email <laughs> because you happen to sign up with your email um, that comes to you from that. Okay, it's not necessarily just security wise and they're using it as a marketing tool and yes, we do it too on the ferries that, you know, but we do it for the ferry company. So, um, but you know, that, that information becomes very public mm. and, and you can, you can, um, you can, uh, you can get by on stuff like that by, uh, you know, using a slightly different email, changing your date of birth slightly, whatever it is. Um, but, don't do the same thing too many times because the algorithms out there will work out what you've done and they will start to work out very quickly what you, you know, how you're coming to these, um, how do you, how you come to, to this password that you use or whatever it is, you know, especially within the communication. So with yachts too, you know, we get, we, we get on, we get on board yachts and you say, Oh yeah, we've got, so, you know, we've got, the famous orange box. I, I, I'm trying to stay away from using names here, but the famous orange box. We've got that on board. Sponsorship opportunities, though. <laughs> yeah, not really. They're com competition to us. <laughs> but you know, they, it's a branded thing. Everyone thinks that because it's orange, it's got the word Carrier written on the front of it. It's a duck's nuts, and yeah, it has a place in the industry. But because of branding of that uh, system, it's now accepted as being the norm and thing, you know. That's and it. If you brand it well enough, the red box, it's the red box. Well, there is one called the red box too, you know, and it's not branded very well and it's not very well known, but it's actually a much better system than the orange box, you know, uh, or the carrier anyway. Uh, and it's, it, it, you know, it's a small company out in Southampton that do it, but, um, and, and they aim it, you know, they aim it at small sailboats and things. And that's what it's for. Um, because it, it, 
it, it also has compression software and things like that that work, but we're getting away from it. Anyway, um, you know, I think one of the things that the with with this cybersecurity team, you need to um, uh, how can I put it? You need to um, to differentiate between information technology and operational technology. It, it, there is a distinction between the two, you know. Um, so one's data that you, you need to secure information about people, and the other is operational um, control of your boat. Control of the boat, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, systems, you, we've, et Yeah, we've all we've all heard we've all heard of um, you know the spoofing of GPS system signals and stuff like that, putting mm. the boat in the wrong place so that you know it runs aground or whatever and yeah it's it's not that hard to do and so uh there's a there's a has that ever been done to your knowledge i know yeah, it's been no. demonstrated but have have yeah, no, uh, it's been nefarious people used that as a tactic um yeah it's been done they there's there's, uh, I can't think of the, where it was now. I think I actually think it was in Southampton Water. They, it, it, there was a ship that was well out of order and it was being spoofed. Spoofed, I. So, also then, you know, uh, with so we've talked about basically the the human element of of the cybersecurity side of it in terms of training crew and teaching crew about how they use their devices and their um, uh, their social media, social media and stuff like that. So the other thing that you know, and we've all we've all been aware of this since day block. Um, but you know, there's there's uh, malicious actions that other people do. You know, hacking, introduction mm -hmm. of malware, etc. Um, and you know, is that the responsibility of the individual, or if it's on the network, is it the responsibility of a network uh, operator to look after that for you? Um, you know, there's there are two points of responsibility there. So, um, of course, we all know that in the marine industry with the VSAT connection, we've got a pretty slow connection. So, one of the things a lot of boats are doing currently is turning off things, you know, blocking things like updates of course what that does is then leaves the end users equipment uh under threat yeah you're because, vulnerable because a security yeah. patch is not being applied correct so at that point in time you know the the the, the ship's operator the person that runs the firewall etc 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 they are the they are the people that need to be taking responsibility for that end user uh, but again, put, going back to the human element, the end user needs to be aware that when they step off the boat, it becomes their responsibility again. You know, so um, the, it's all about education. It's all about having people understand simple rules and and. And the rules that we set up in firewalls and things, and I mean, you know, basically that's all we all we're talking about here is is some basic rules of of what and where the that 
device is, is allowed to go and what is allowed I, to see. I, I hate to say it, Pippa, but your average... No, I won't say it's your average. I'll say that there is a percentage of crew that are just clueless when it comes to the computers. Yeah. And, and you know, um, that don't have virus protection on, that just, yeah. So even if you, you know, take them by the hand, and say, here are things you need to do, not only to ensure your safety, but to ensure the safety and integrity of the both systems. They're, they will have glazed eyes to look at you and go and nod, but walk away not really knowing. And I've had experience of this. I do all the time. You know, um, administration-wise within the company here, we're all Mac users. And then, of course, uh, on the technical side of it, uh, and with when we're working with um, most of the other systems that we work with, we have to go back to that um, that other thing, uh, those other ones, um, <laughs> the windows, the doors, uh, or the windows. Yeah. Anyway, um, so you know, everybody's sort of grown up to think that Macs are, 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 are not um, are not open for virus attack, and it's such a misnomer. <laughs> Yeah, you know, somebody said it on the internet once, and it goes, "Oh, you'll never get infected." Uh, it's like saying, "Condom, I'll uh, never have a baby." Yeah. Um, so, so guys, if any of you are out there and you've got a Mac and you haven't got virus protection on it, mm -hmm. go and do it. It's really, really, really important. And there are some. I'm, I'm actually, as we're doing this, I'm just clicking on my my. Uh, I, I run a program called Avast, Avast Business Antivirus. Avast, it's free. It's easy it to download. Free. It's easy to download. It's system. free. I think with a business level one, we pay for it, but it, that's neither here nor there. I use Nod, um, Nod32. So, you know, we, I, I've got it on a Mac. And here we go. In the last 48 hours, my Avast antivirus on my laptop has had four potential uh, um, attacks. And has dealt with them. Yeah. Well, what and kind that's, of stuff? Yeah. What kind well, of websites you know. do you go to? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah, not that, not the sort that you go to. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, yours are I'm probably over, interesting. I got, I'm of an age. I'm over that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm of an age that I'm just saying goodbye to us. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I go to these websites anymore is to say farewell. Thanks. You're listening to Pippa and Dave. We're walking the plank. Don't go away. We will be back. And welcome back to Walking the Plank with Pippa and Dave this morning, or today, or this evening, wherever you are. We're talking IMO. We're talking cybersecurity. Yeah. And the importance of it. So, yeah. um, so we've we've talked a little bit about you know humans and 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 then what the the, the sort of things that people can attack if you like um, and and you know why is it that these systems are not designed from the beginning to not be hackable should we say you know what uh, do you think Microsoft well, they are they, they, they do start off deciding you know designing them to be until somebody's cleverer than everybody else and does something about yeah it. yeah 
but you know too um i'm i it always blows me away when i go on board boats and what's the password you know what's the crew network password and it's the boat's name and the year it was launched yeah or its bill number or um i i i I was on a boat not so very long ago and the password was my and then the name of the boat uh 2018 see it so often and i and i said so why the 2018 well that was when we did last time we changed the password yes I said, really? So I said, what's the boss's, what's the owner's password? Well, you're looking at it. And the crew network password, you're looking at it. And the business network, you're looking at it. How about your bank account password? Would that, would that be the... <laughs> we go so I said, what's the, what's the navigation computer's password? Yeah, you're looking at it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, you sort of... It's, I mean, I know we're laughing about it. It's, it's sad, but it's, it's what's sadder is it's no surprise. What's sadder uh, is that I'm sitting here being able to finish those sentences because I have seen that so often. Yeah, I've seen I, was in, where, I was in West Palm Beach last night. Uh, not last night. God, that would have been a quick flight. What were you drinking? Yeah, <laughs> uh, rum last night. Anyway, um, I was in West Palm Beach last week and uh, a large yacht. That's all I can say. Big, big lesson. Not too many meters away from the boat I was working on. And the uh, password, there was no password protection on the Wi-Fi networks at all. Open. And they were there, bot, you know, owner. Open owner, network. Open network. A large lesson. Open network. Yep. Wow. You, all right. It was on the, but you know, it doesn't really matter where it is. It's crazy. No, it doesn't matter where crazy. it is. Well, I was thinking. I'm sorry. I was. I, of course, I had the, the the beauty of having been there. I was, you know, when I first found it, I was sitting. Found the network. I was actually sitting in the uh, on the bridge of the boat that I was working on. But then we went over to the restaurant for lunch, and I was telling somebody about it, and I said, "Yeah, I'll show you." And I, of course, we couldn't see it from that that far away. But had that boat being tied up say 100 meters closer you'd have been able to see that from the restaurant you you know it would have been it's crazy absolutely crazy mm. uh so you know guys you know out there if you have problems with passwords and remembering them um there's a, a couple of really good programs around nowadays that that do passwords for you they generate random passwords you do have to remember a master password for them. I agree. Uh, but in today's era too, with, you know, face recognition and fingerprints on your phones and things, um, you can put, you can put that behind that sort of protection, which is obviously, uh, much harder to break than, um, passwords. Um, and you know, we use, we use a, a program called LastPass, for instance, and it's great. You can share it amongst the office, but it's all sealed, signed and behind, you know, firewalls of their own. So it's not accessible unless you've got that master password. Um, and my master password is I is about 32 digits, and I have no idea what it is um, at all. Um, but, you know, if I lose that now, if I lose the ability to get into it because I fingerprint or facial recognition, um, 
you know, it'll be a reset. But if I, if I have to reset it, I'll reset it to something the same again. But, um, and if I, if I have to reset it 10 times in a year, that's better than, you know, whatever. Having to do all of them or having something hack. Yeah. Accurate stuff. I, I, you know, I think, I think having no, having an open system today is just unfucking forgivable. Oh, excuse me. Um, I have to edit that out. Un- yeah. Unforgivable. Uh, it is. That, that is a person who deserves to walk the plank um, yeah. because whoever is administrating that. My, my one thing that I noticed about the IMO guidelines, and I'm sure it's just in the reading of them, and I know they're trying to uh, cover themselves, they can be quite intimidating. There's an awful lot in there about telling the captain or the owner or whoever is responsible for the boat about having to do risk analysis of this, risk analysis of that. And in reading them, you know, I, I was looking at, and your average boat will not have that knowledge on board, I would think, to do risk analysis of data breaches of certain things. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? No, absolutely. No, they, they can't. And that's why you need, you need to have a professional set up, set it all up for you, without a doubt. Um, once it's mm. set up, it's pretty self-managing, um, not hard to do, uh, to, to manage rather. Um, you know, there, there, are, there are plenty of people around who can, can do that for you. In fact, um, I don't know if we have we explained the format of this show now to to our listeners. So that so basically, what we want to do is we you know each month is going to be a month of the, of a subject. So that this month it's cybersecurity in essence. So we're going to have this discussion now, and then uh, you know we invite anybody who's listening to it to drop us an email uh, or whatever to ask any questions that they feel they were, and then the second. Uh, the second piece of the show in two weeks' time, we will bring in either an expert or uh, you know maybe one or two other experts to uh, answer some of those questions and also give a review of what they can uh, provide. We're not, it, it's not a necessarily so much as a you know advertising type thing here. What, what we're trying to do is educate people. In the, to the pitfalls of each of the subjects that we're going to have over the next 12 months. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. That's what the show's about. So, uh, you know, if you've got anybody out there who's got questions, let them, you know, please email us. Um, you know, you've got Dave at Super Yacht Radio or myself, Fipper uh, at yachtprojects.net or Procom365. You can, you can drop us some questions and, mm-hmm. and, um, we will get them answered for you um, and we'll bring somebody in who's an expert in the field, which then takes us back to your bit that you were mentioning just now, Dave, that you know, if there's a boat out there that needs to bring a professional in, professional in, uh, we can help them with that. Yeah, um, I, I, think, I think it's necessary because, you know, it, it's easy. Oh, you've got to rotate your passwords and make sure you scan all your USBs coming in and and make sure your, your virus protection is up to date. These are some of the elements of the, the IMO thing. 
However, there's a lot more involved, which is understanding your risks, understanding uh, I mean, I, I, how great I've got these risks are. I've got some of the guidelines open here, you know, in front of me. And, and yes, I am reading this. Um, so one of, them okay. is, one of them is to identify things like define personal roles and responsibility for cyber risk management and identify the systems, assets, data and capabilities that when disrupted pose risk to ships operations. Um, pretty easy to do if you if know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And then once somebody has shown you, you're going to go, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yep. Of course, yeah. You know, but there's going to be people who are going to say, well, why does my, GP my GPS isn't connected to anything? But it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Everything. But, yeah. Well, not everything, but a lot. Your GPS is telling the satellite dome where it is in the world and what direction the ship's heading and, and everything else. Uh, your satellite dome is connected to the internet. Um yeah, so if you, know, you didn't have GPS, every hundred clicks or so, you'd have to yeah. climb up the pole, manually clicks. put your head in there, and oh. rotate the dish. Oh, yeah. uh, every hundred clicks, we have a particular boat, and I'm not, I'm not telling which one it is, but it's a former family member of mine runs it. Where the antenna's been so broken for the last couple of years that we've been manually adjusting it with a skew angle on it. a couple of years. You're joking me? No, I'm not. I honestly. did it for two weeks with the boat having left Jib well, heading down to St. Vincent's. They're, they're, you know, they're family, so we've been, we've been, um, we've been helping them out. Um, yeah, anyway. but like what we were doing, the one down to St. Vincent's, we had to do it within the 100 miles because once they go outside of that, they couldn't tell us where they were. Yeah. So they would text us and go, and and I have to say I have to my my anyway. We should perhaps take, we should take this out that out of it. But never yeah. mind. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the other thing I'm reading something else, you know. So that they need to protect is the next sort of heading that you go, and it's implement mm -hmm. risk pro control processes and measures, then contingency planning to protect against a cyber event and ensure continuity of shipping operations. You know. So what they're saying there is. Uh, what do you do when it all goes wrong? Belly up, yeah. Um, and then detect, develop, and implement activities necessary to detect cyber event in a timely manner. You know, if you've got, uh, it's all very well going back to the or the uh, red box, you know, orange box scenario. It's all very well saying, "Oh, I've got a rule that says this and a rule that says that." Um, but if you don't know, if there's not a, an alarm or a warning that comes up and tells you that that's happened or happening, then what's the point of having it? You know, um, so you'll never really learn. So there are, you know, systems that, um, that for instance, we, we, we work with, the ones we've developed, have alarms on them. So they tell you that it's going, you know, somebody's had a go at you. Uh, and at least there's a log of that sort of stuff. Um, and then how do you respond to the stuff? You know, how do you, re how do you respond to something like that that has happened? Um, and then the biggest one of everything, and it's the biggest, 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 biggest thing that 